This is Corks and Cowtown, a podcast that explores the movers, shakers, influencers, and the finest Fort Worth has to offer. And now, here are your hosts. Oh, wait, you can't come on yet. You have to do a shambong first. There we go. And now, here are your hosts, Robin and Barton. Welcome to Corks and Cowtown. I'm your host, Robin. Barton's not here today. So instead, I have my friend, Andrew. How's it going? Who is um, probably well-known from TikTok and Instagram for some of his viral videos. And yeah, welcome. I'm glad to be here. I mean, you haven't been in Fort Worth very often, right? Uh, not that often, actually. I just come up here just to see some friends. Actually, I come up here quite a bit. Probably more like the early winter. I mean, okay. my wife like to come up here. Just it's hot, so I don't like to travel yeah. too much. There's a couple of restaurants I really like to eat here. Like we'll, we'll come and we'll stay for the night just to eat. Where? Because uh, I know I sent you a list. I haven't been to any of those, but I like what? the Deep Alum area. There's a Deep Alum. Is that what they say? Deep Alum, and that's Elm? in Dallas. What's that is Fort not Worth, Fort Dallas? Worth. No, this is like the number one rule <laughs> that every Texan should already know. Okay, is well, like we're Dallas, separate. I like to eat at Buzz Brews. Okay. And then there's two places. Wait, you said they have good brunch, right? They have awesome brunch. Yeah. Pancakes are like as big as the yeah. plate. Like probably about this big. And okay. And like uh, their coffee. It's a Brazilian coffee. It's some, okay. for some reason like a really big thing mm-hmm. in that area. So like all the places have Brazilian coffee. And then uh, Cineholic started in Dallas. I don't know if you saw them or not. They're mm-hmm. uh, gluten-free, dairy Wait, weren't free. they on Shark Tank? They were on yeah, Shark yeah, Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one here in Fort Worth too. Yeah, they're only in the Dallas area. And uh-huh. that's, we, we keep begging for one in the Houston area because uh, I don't really care if it's dairy-free or nothing like that, but a gourmet cinnamon roll is a gourmet cinnamon roll, and they do a really good job. That's very true. So, um, But I was coming here more when I was training with my uh, trainer out of uh, – what's north of Dallas? Plano? No. Well, there's Plano, Addison. It's a big bodybuilding um, gym over there. Uh, McKinney? Trying to bo- think of uh, better Frisco? Bodies, better Bodies. Kind of Frisco area, I think. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gym over there, uh, Branch Warren's gym. So, okay. Uh, I was training. I was coming up here twice a month. Just time. trying to get swole. Well, my trainer, good friend. We had actually it was a crazy small world. So we worked in Alabama together at the oil spill. Like uh, oh, at okay. Oil spill. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, a part of another company working right next to us. We met back then, and then just stayed in touch. He moved to Dallas, and then he just kept bodybuilding, and then we got in touch even more, and then he became my trainer, and then I started training with him, and I started up it twice a month. Uh, to see him and just kind of make sure my posing is right and then just kind of just stayed friends. But we've known each other since we're like 20 You've literally old. done it all. Oh. Because like before we were talking about how you did break dancing. Oh, if you want a small And so, break. yeah, I was like, I mean, yeah, you've literally done it all. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, no, you're so on like, the way. So like I graduated high school with a pole vaulting scholarship. I went to Concordia for six months. Uh, it's in Austin. It's like okay. a different college. Uh, it was too expensive. Had to come home. Mm-hmm. Spent time as a car salesman at 19. Started, got a phone call for the oil spill. So I went down there, ended up meeting Barack Obama. He came through our work site. And That's I, awesome. I got pictures with him. And then right after that, came back home, worked in the construction field for a little bit, joined the military. I was four and a half years Army Reserve. Thank you. At 20 years old. Around that time, I also, uh, as soon as I got home from the military, uh, I got a job as a chemical plant operator. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that. But since then, I mean, for the last five years, my entrepreneurship journey, I'm a licensed boat captain, so I can legally go in. That is cool. Okay. Uh, I've owned my own fitness line that I've of products. Like, I formulated my own Mm pre-workout and all that. I've been a part of an outdoor branding company, a 
brand new outdoor like dry bag company through Amazon and mm-hmm. now own my own fishing brand. So over, over the so course cool. of my twenties, I've done quite a bit between all that. I did the whole Bitcoin thing, but I, I get okay. crazy. So like when I go into something, I'm like all in, all right? in. Well, I feel like you. The, the Bitcoin industry, crypto, it doesn't close. Yeah. So like one o'clock in the morning, I get up, take a pee, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the stock's doing, <laughs> or what crypto doing. You know, I'm gonna look at it, and like next thing I know, that I'm 30 is one minutes thing that like blows my mind, and I cannot comprehend it yet. So, oh yeah, you no. might have, we might have to have like a talk about that. I got to the that. point to where I was like doing, uh, they call it so an, a normal stock exchange of like IPO, initial mm-hmm. public offering. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at ICOs, initial coin offerings. I'm reading companies' white pages on their whole business plan. I'm like, next thing I know, I'm like. All right, this is driving me insane, crazy. I got to get away from this. Are you because... trying to be Jordan Belfort? Not no? necessarily Jordan Belfort, but like I saw there was money to be made. I see you. Yeah. I feel you. So I get at it. At the time, I was actually an Uber driver while part time working. Well, I was working full time and Uber driving part time. I did Uber for a while too. I did it's Uber so fun, and Lyft. Right? It actually is really fun. And a lot of people would probably think that it's like kind of different, but I mean, I kind of loved it. I did one or two Friday nights, and I was like, all right, I'm done. No more Friday mm-hmm. nights. I'm just going to do it. Uh, but my coolest client ever, I actually picked him up. It was his Uber driver got a flat. I picked him up, and we had to go to downtown Houston and got to talking with him. And he was the <sighs> Carnival Cruise Lines has, like, a ice skating routine. and They have, like, an ice skating show. Yeah. He was the coordinator who created all the dances for the ice skating shows for what? Carnival Cruise Lines. I so was he like, was, like, the choreographer? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. you just meet some really interesting no, people. No, I completely agree with you. As I like, I ended up, the, my very first Uber drive I ever did is I picked some people up, like, right off of university here in Fort Worth, and they needed to go to the Rustic in Dallas. And so it was, like, four people, took them in my SUV, get there, and they're like, hey, we're not going to be here very long. Would you mind just sticking around? And I was like, sure. And they were like, well, literally probably be like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, okay, fine. So they paid me. I stuck around, drove them back. They were like in an hour and a half, they did a lot of damage at the rustic. <laughs> and so they ended up like halfway there. They were like, is there any way we can stop and get food? So we stopped at Waterburger. They all went in and peed, got their taquitos and everything else and just like got in the car. And they're like, do you mind if we eat? And I was like, go for it. I was like, we've all been hungover and hungry yeah. or like drunk and hungry. And so I like have kept in touch with them still even like we're all friends on Facebook. Really? You know, just normal things. Oh, yeah. Just normal, normal things. Normal, normal like, Uber things. I will say, though, the one Friday night that really did it for me was I picked up these two girls. It was like 2.15 in the morning. They're two shits to the wind or two sheets to the wind, however, whatever the saying goes. <laughs> they get in my back seat. One's in one side, one's in the other. And this one behind me just doesn't stop talking the whole oh, time. No. The next thing I know, it's like two streets over. I hear like a, I hear, I'm like, what is, what is that? And I look back. This girl had literally fallen asleep over on this side and her, her phone on my like floorboard and she just out with her hands down. So I'm like, hey, your friend's house. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. And then she keeps talking. And the next thing I know, it's like she goes in like this whole depressive state. So I was talking about her life and how oh, no. she hates being a teacher and her parents made her do this and this. And this is why she she just wants to be a family and a mom. She wants five kids. I'm just like, Lord, help me, please. Oh, so then we get, the to, patience. we get to their apartment. And I have to help her get the other girl out. Oh, and there's no. like a whole lot of liability there, right? So like yeah. I'm like asking and like I'm asking. I basically said, look, I'll help you get her out of my vehicle, but other than that, I'm not helping. Nothing. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. I got two streets over and forgot that her phone had fell out. <laughs> 
So I walked, luckily they, they hadn't made it very far. <laughs> so I drove back around. I was like, Hey, you forgot this. And like, she like basically puts her friend on the ground and like, hands, she's like, yeah. you stay there. <laughs> I, I, hand her phone, phone. I drive off and like, I felt bad. But at the same time, like legally, I can't help you do anything. Cause there's a lot of liability I can't do. But like, after that, I was like, you know what? This is too much for me. It is a lot. Because I like my bad experience that like I quit doing it is I had to pick up a bunch of TCU frat guys and they wanted to cram like 10 of them in my car that holds like comfortably like six and they were not taking no for an answer. And I was like, this is absolutely just like outrageous. And then they were like, can we have the aux cord? And they literally played Toto like Africa (laughs) on repeat. And then it switched to like musicals like the little mermaid and stuff like at the top of like the volume on my car. And I was like, this is how I die. This is absolutely going to be how I die. This is how I'm going down. All, all I picture right now is like a car wrecked with like bodies hanging out. And just like and musicals just, playing. You just hear Toto in the background like singing yes, Africa. No, I was like, I was losing my mind. I was like, okay. I was like, just be calm, just be calm. And it takes a lot to like really get me going like heated. And so I was just like, just be calm everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then literally they all get out and not a single one of them shut a door. Oh, yeah. that is what pissed me off more than anything. And I was like, fuck this. Oh, it's like, I will never drive for Uber again. I know that's really stupid, but it pissed me off. No, I that. Yeah. Whatever whatever makes you mad makes you mad. Hey, it was just one of those days. Oh, 100%. It's just one of those days. So I did that on the side while working full time to help pay for my wife's ring because we were getting a lot of overtime at the time. (laughs) So That's I was so thinking, sweet. Have you seen the price of her <laughs> ring? <laughs> There's a reason she don't have a wedding band. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I'm sure she's very appreciative. She is. Yeah. Uh, very very appreciative. Um, but because because she's a nurse, correct? Yeah, she's a nurse, and then she also has her own home bakery that she runs out of the house and helps me with the vending business. So we have the the vending businesses our LLC together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I do vending machines too. Literally so, uh, does jack of all trades. Well. Here's the issue with that. It's okay. the same way that applies to my content is uh, I'm able to do anything I'll put my yeah. mind to, which is kind of a bad thing. That's why I've got like so much stuff in my house that it's like, oh, I want to go do this. And then I do it for like three months. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. And I got, I already oh, bought all the stuff for it. You I know? feel like, you on that. So I think that's, I think that's one of the struggles with being an entrepreneur though, is that you always have like ideas and then you just like get stuck in one thing. And then you're just like, do you have a list in your phone too? No. Yeah, oh. what, but what list do you have in your phone? Ideas, business ideas. I've got my business ideas. Yeah, I was like, I literally have in my notes, like I have so many business ideas and it like drives me nuts because I constantly add to it or make changes. So this is all, just, yes. these, these aren't business ideas. These are inventions. <gasps> oh. So I've got a corner. These are all inventions. Okay. Yeah. I've got no, a corner this is gonna be good. in my garage of just like prototypes that I've built of different stuff. Like I built like, you probably appreciate this very lot. Last year or two years ago, oh, I'm getting old. Three years ago, <laughs> I partnered with somebody and I had the idea for the front. No, a lot of packages get stolen off the front porch. Yep. Well, they make like boxes you can put in your front porch, mm-hmm. but they're either like big red boxes with an ugly lock on it. Yep. So I designed a bench that you could lift the seat up and slide a package in. And when you close it, Ooh. like a door drops and you pick it back up. And then the only way you get the package out is a lock on the side. So I drove down my street and literally half the houses on my street had a like, like a, a bench or a something bench or a chair, chair on it. No woman wants a big red box on no, their front porch. No. But you give them a wooden bench that's nice yeah. and neat, but also 
package theft. Yeah. So I actually own the, the website domain for how to prevent package theft. I've got like a whole website thing what? built out. I get bored, okay? Oh, I, I love it. Uh, so Next time you're really bored, like we need to bounce ideas off each other because like this is like my wheelhouse. I love it. Oh, man. Like, but I, do you remember the video of the guy that like he had a package stolen and then he set up a contraption that literally like he intentionally had a package stolen and that like released like a stink bomb and mm -hmm. glitter and it like filmed and like called the cops all at once. Do you remember that yeah. video? That like blew my mind too. I was like, damn, I was like, someone's finally getting them. I like, started thank goodness. probably about seven years ago. I just, I sat in my apartment. I was in Kingwood, Texas. And I just like, you know what? Like I've got all these ideas. Why don't mm -hmm. I just start writing them down? So I started writing them down. And within like a week I'm in my apartment and I built my first invention, which is, um, at the time, I was doing through my captain license stuff to get my, mm -hmm. my captain's license. So I was working for a friend of mine who owns a uh, charter downtown. And I'm, I'm having to skin these big redfish, right? Yeah. They're kind of hard to get a hold of. I mean, you can kind of grab it by yeah, the they're gills, big. But it's like, I mean, there's got to be something I can just like. Is it a pair of gloves? No. Oh. But you, you probably see like people use the boards with the clamps and yeah. stuff. But that doesn't work when you're trying to fillet back down the backside. So what I did is I took a 3M like hand sander. It's like a piece of rubber. Ooh, it's rounded. Okay. And then I drilled a hole through it and put an eight-inch uh, nail through the center and then filled in the back so the nail stayed solid. So then ah. I get down there and I just take this redfish and stick it through the eyes yeah. and grab it. And now I've got something to – That's crazy. And I called it the fish steak. And then literally that started like, all right, every time I have an invention, I'm going to write, write it down. Like, yes. There's one I would tell you, but because it's like such a million-dollar idea and I've got no, an NRD, I, get I it. can't tell you. I get it. But I wouldn't tell it either. It's so far left field. It has to deal with the toilet. Mm. I, but literally my brain every day when I'm like walking through life, I feel you. it's like, all right, what, this but is that's, a problem. Those are the things that yeah. make people the most, like think about the Snuggie, the oh, Snuggie, 100%. like that is literally just a blanket with arms. There's a, there's, that's a, it. there's a fishing utensil. It's a ring. It's got two copper, uh, blades on the inside and it's rounded mm -hmm. on top. Million dollar company was on Shark Tank. It's just because. But what is it for? Cutting your fishing line. So it's on a ring. So you don't have. Now, I don't Jeez. like using it because when I cast and stuff, I've actually cut my line. Oh. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but they make it a little million-dollar idea off probably a 15-cent piece of. That is nuts. It's always just pop sockets. I love that. Pop, yeah, sockets. pop sockets. Pop yeah. sockets. I was like, do you have one? one? No, I don't I was have like, one. I have the little ring thing, but yeah. No, but that's, that's a whole nuts. other one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, but, like, let's talk about, okay, because the way that we met was through, like, TikTok and Instagram. Right. So what do you think, like, is there a specific video or something you did that you think got you to like go viral or so, what do you think was kind of like your launching point so my story with tiktok is a little different than most people okay most people like get on a platform and they slowly build up to a certain point and then they have a video go viral and then yeah. they really take off that's like my buddy nick he produced a lot of really good content was slowly growing and then had mm -hmm. that one video that just really pushed him yep. over I'm more like spoiled. So in the first 90 days, I'd already built 100,000 followers. Oh my god! So my first month, I was averaging over my I averaged about 30,000 a month. Yeah. Because I was already trying to do it with YouTube, and then when TikTok mm -hmm. came out, I was like, "All right, this is exactly what I've been trying to do." But right Were after you on Vine, I was not on Vine. Okay. I didn't Sorry, jump on I the Vine. To, trend. I just had to know. During the Vine trend, I was still in my bodybuilding mentality, okay. and I was like trying to be this fitness guy. And I'm like, I feel it just you. doesn't work. Okay. But so my first 90 days, I had 100,000 followers, and I'd already sold one of my videos. One, of my, Actually, my most viral video, I sold the rights to uh, – uh, why am I having a brain fart? 
what's the one video website everybody would go to for like watching videos? Like back in the day, like watch all like the, the crazy fights and stuff. Oh, like World Star? World Star. Oh, oh I was yeah, like, wait, yeah, what yeah. was the video? So, Do I even know? It wasn't even my video. It was it was a voiceover. I was at the I was at H E B. I'm sitting there looking through flowers and I had my camera set up and some flowers. And yeah. it's like, oh, so are you buying those for you, you and your wife's anniversary? And I'm like, no, um, my wife told me I was mean to her in her dream, so I'm buying these for the dream. You know, like, <laughs> it wasn't even my original sound. It's got like yeah. nine million views. Yeah, it, like took off. So that that really pushed it even further. And that was January, but then like, I think March, COVID hit, uh-huh. and because oh, a lot of yep. my content was based on, I didn't like the idea of like sitting in a corner, yeah, and, like, just doing the same thing. Like even my live streams, I, feel I don't you. like sitting in my house doing live streams. So, yeah, I would get outdoors. Well. When everything's closed and I can't go access anything, I could barely get an Amazon package. Like yeah. It kind of put me in like a different spin. So then I literally have creeped. I just crossed the 200,000 mark a year and a half later. Yeah. After building 100,000 the first 30 days. That's so crazy. So, But I've had like several videos because it's hard for me to stick to one direction. Like mm-hmm. I, That's why I think at one point on my TikTok, I had like CEO of One Hit Wonders. Because I've got like nine viral videos that all have yeah. like four to five million views. Like. But they're all different. They're all completely, completely different. different. They're, they're yeah. in different genre. And then I've created videos for other creators. Uh, I've got a friend of mine. We did a tactical Barbie, like, or a tactical, like, photo shoot. Or uh-huh. Instagram names. But, like, I did a small video with my phone out of that. And she got, like, 3 million views. And then, like, I've done some video work for somebody else. Like, I can create really good. But it's, like, yeah. sticking to that all the time. Yeah. That's uh, just too much work. I feel you. Like, that's the thing. Is like, with mine, I originally started doing it during COVID, too. And I was, like, I'm just going to use my dog. And do videos with her. Well, she's getting older. She was 13, I think, at the time. And so I was just like, okay. I was like, she's not really, like, into the videos and me having the camera in her face at all times. And then I was like, now I'm going to use it for the podcast. And then now I'm just like, I just randomly use it, like, for sporadic things. It's work. It is. It's exhausting. between businesses. Yes. I don't know how you do it. I've got, like, six channels. So, like, (sighs) at one point I decided, all right, if I'm going to do this, I've got to separate it all. Mm. So, like, even YouTube, i got to... at one point when I, when I do a lot of fishing, right? I had a full blown fishing channel. It's still there on my, on YouTube. It's full, just for fishing. I had two GoPros on my kayak doing that all the time. Like that is nuts. So you have that, mm-hmm. you have the Instagram for it. You have the Facebook for it. Okay. Oh, Swap, it's exhausting. Personal, personal Instagram, mm-hmm. personal Facebook. And mm-hmm. then I've got my photography and videography, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. YouTube, you know, and then you, you start adding. No, it's crazy. So and that's the thing crazy. is like, cause you're a content creator And then you also help manage other people too. And then, so like for me is I do social media marketing for other people plus myself. And so it's exhausting because like by the time I'm done managing everyone else's stuff, I'm like, I don't care about mine. I haven't produced like a decent video in like a week. I had one the other day from just, uh, what was Sunday? Uh, me and my uh, 4th of July. Yeah. I just so happy. I saw that one. Didn't you like dunk her in the pool? Yeah. Like picked her up and slammed her in the pool. Yeah. But that was like so one off. I wasn't even going to create a video that day. Like yeah. I've been literally worrying about all this other stuff I have going on. At the end of the day, it's like 17 hours into the day. And I'm like, I know what I want to do, but I just don't. You're have, exhausted. Yeah. Like I, there's just one video I want to do. Cause you know, Ryan Reynolds is on TikTok now. Yeah. I'm like flipping out. Like I almost, saw, <laughs> I was like screaming in the car. I like texting my wife, Ryan Reynolds is on TikTok. So I have like this whole video planned out. I still want to do. I just. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take a minute, and then because I want to uh-huh. use my camera versus my phone, it just uh, so I feel you, man. It's just. Have you seen the uh, really hot mayor in Oregon? Mayor in Oregon. Like, there's a guy. I, I don't know if it's come across your for you page, but like, there's this guy who's like really attractive, and he's a mayor in this like teeny tiny town in Oregon. But what, what what do you mean by mayor? Like he's the literal mayor. Oh, mayor. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> all I'm here, all, all I hear is mayor. I'm like, Sorry. is it like a horse? <laughs> My like a mayor? is oh, coming yeah. out. <laughs> but no, he's like the mayor. Yeah. And so it's funny because they just like somehow he like went viral. Now all these girls are like saying like, oh, here I am packing my bags, moving. And all he does is he responds back to videos and goes, just goes, I like. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And he's like viral for it. And so I was like, I've got to do something with that. So I'm trying to think of something because like I'm trying to just get a little clout based off of everyone else. I, just because it's so exhausting. What I'm really good at is like <laughs> taking people's, like I, I can make content for myself, but I'm really good at like putting me in a situation with somebody and like, I don't know what to do. I need content for this. I'm like, bet fam, got you. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So we'll have to talk after this then. <laughs> okay. So yeah. But um, what else? I had another question for you. I think we both have like severe ADD though. So oh, it's just terrible. like, yeah, this is, is just going to be one terrible. of those podcasts. Yeah. And also we're filming for the first time if everyone else didn't notice already. So it's very awkward for me, at least you're probably more used to this, yeah. but I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I literally feel like, like Ricky Bobby. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I'm literally about to was, just was, Ricky Bobby. Good race. Um, car, car drove well. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, That's you know. literally how I feel right now. I'm just like, I can't tell you how many videos I don't I know like, what to do. Will Ferrell has so much sounds oh, on yes. TikTok. But uh, so, yeah, my TikTok story has been a lot different than most. And what was crazy, though, is one thing I can say about it is up until. Do you think it's been a positive experience? Yes. And that's okay. what direction I was going with. It. Like up until TikTok, I didn't have a way to meet other people like me. Yeah. I didn't have a way to connect with other people. It, it was so much harder to find more like-minded people within TikTok. Within three to four months, I've got new friends that are like, we're clicking. We know we're doing the same stuff. Like when I met Nick, it was funny because he duetted one of my videos and I couldn't figure out how he did something. And I'm like, yeah, it bugged me because I sat in my, I sat in my business room. Trying, I don't like to ask people for stuff. <laughs> so I'm like trying to figure out and like, did he use fishing string or how did he do this? So I'm like literally for two or three days and finally I'm messaging. I'm like, Hey man, how did you do this? Like you got to tell me. Like, I yeah. can't figure it out. Like I don't, I don't like being the creator who doesn't know how to create something. Yeah. I am typically good at seeing it. All right. I know how to recreate it. Yeah. Then he tells me it's a fluke. It was a complete accident. Oh. So what it was is we did the trend where like you flip your sunglasses down and then oh, flip yeah, your yeah. hat. Well, I did it with a cowboy hat. Oh. So he's all Western. Okay. So he did it. But when he flipped his cowboy hat up, his glasses flew off at the same time. Uh-huh. And then his cowboy hat landed on his head. So you never saw the glasses. It just looked like they disappeared. So I'm like literally like <laughs> on a chair, like with some string. And then he tells me that. And then we just got to talking in a conversation. And then like literally I consider him like. There's been times where I have to call him. Like, I don't know anybody else to talk to. Like, I need, yeah. you, I need you to talk me down. I've got a problem in, like, literally one of my best friends. And That's awesome. Everything that I've had happen to me in the last year as far as relationships and people that I've met has all been because of TikTok. Isn't that crazy? And what's even crazier because I'm 30 now. I turned, just turned 30 this past January. So, like, all my small town. I'm originally mm -hmm. from a town called Orange. It's okay. literally on the border of Louisiana, Texas. Very mm -hmm. small town. So, all my friends, like, are still making fun of me. Like for being on TikTok at 30, right? But who like, who cares? Small town people do, trust yeah. Me. Uh, but who cares about them? It's fine, right? But it's literally hilarious because I turn around, I'm like, I don't tell y'all, but this is what I'm doing, this is what I got going on, these are the people I hang out with, and yeah. this is why. And like, I love my dancing TikToks, okay? Bye, yeah, hey, <laughs> hey whatever works. And I, people can judge all they want, but I think the majority of people who judge for stuff like that, because trust me, I, I can be open and honest and say, like, I refuse to get a TikTok for the longest time. I was like, no, it's stupid. And then I got it and I was like, I can't stop. I couldn't right? stop. And I was just like, 
Ugh. The crazy part is I didn't want to be this person. I downloaded it, and because I didn't really have a lot of time to mess with it, because that I, that's why I don't like to half-ass anything. Yeah. Right? So like, if I'm gonna look at something, I'm gonna go through it. Right. I had it downloaded in my phone for two months and didn't do shit with it. It just sat there, and then I, I'm talking about like I downloaded the app, and then mm-hmm. I didn't even open it for two months. Mm-hmm. I opened it while I was at work one night, and I'm literally looking at it like, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> and like, my coworker was a photographer at the time, but he didn't really do videos. So yeah. I'm like, dude, I can do. Look at all these effects. I don't even have to need my computer and no nothing. Isn't that insane? Oh, it was it was insane. Yeah, and the fact that they allow you to like do so much stuff on your phone already just blows my mind. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, obviously, like you understand from like an actual creator's perspective that now you don't use your phone typically, but but it was hilarious. Is like I mean, I've done videos too where I tell people, you know, like iPhones come out with when you get it, it's at its lowest settings. You got to go in and mm-hmm. crank everything up, go to four K. Mm-hmm. I was. Driving to Dallas today, four-hour drive. I literally had a phone call where it's like, hey, I have no idea how to make this TikTok. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> and it was as simple as they were just trying to put, like, a video portion of their TikTok and then a photo at the end. But yeah. I'm like, all right, go to your effects. Go to yeah. this. Go to that. Like, even though, yeah, it's crazy you can do it. But, yeah. I mean, think about all the different apps and all the different stuff you do. But nobody takes the time to sit there and actually learn how to do it. So, like... It's like a hit or miss. It's like yeah. either you learn how to use it and you can get really good at TikTok or you don't use an outside. It's just there's so many options. It just depends on which one you want to use. It's so crazy. I just think it's so cool, though, because it has brought people together. And obviously there's negativity in all like social media, like platforms and different aspects. But I got my live band on the way here. So trust me, I got Stop. some negativity a little bit. Apparently, you're not supposed to be driving while you're on live. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to agree with that. But, but I've done like, it for I, I, hours on end I before. I get it. But, like, I mean, let's talk about safety. You know, people are just trying to make sure you're safe. <sighs> so that is a bummer. But the way I, I look get at it. it. I mean, sometimes the way I look at it is if, if I can do it on Instagram, it should be fine anywhere. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be real here. I mean, I feel you on that. I've got some resentment with TikTok in the last month between that. My beer poster video that got taken down. Oh, that was, was a good one. And too. I've seen other ones like it. And oh, I'm like, yeah. That are, that are even worse. And I'm yeah. like, I had 33,000 views and 400 shares in the first like 49 minutes. Then boom. That's insane. It was, that was going viral. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like all right now because <laughs> that took some time. Like I had to go Excuse to. Excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. TikTok. I'm mad at you. Oh, dude, this, you're going to, you're going to. You're gonna wait till you hear this. So oh, like, no. it, first of all, that that video took me a while. I had yeah. to find a spot on the beach to be in a bikini away from people during the during the summer on Tuesday. The, the beach was packed. Okay, wait, is it still on Instagram so people can yeah, go look? Yeah, Instagram's okay. letting it hang okay. out. So. Just just because I know as soon as people hear you were in a bikini, they're going to want to see. Yeah, it's a Bucky's video. Pink bikini. Yeah, Bucky's. I did a beer poster video for my wife, and I I crushed it. Like, <laughs> crushed it. Okay, uh, so. I made a rant about them blocking my live and tagged them in it. Well, I tagged another buddy of mine because he's having some issues too. He commented on my video and did at TikTok. And within two minutes, they deleted his comment oh, off of my video. No. I'm like, they are seeing it. They do see the comment. They were just like, don't you dare come at us. <laughs> Pretty much. And like, he like screenshotted me because he, he, he had screenshotted it right after he left the comment because he had been having some issues. Yeah. And then two minutes later, he screenshotted it. I was like, oh. Oh no! They're watching. It's like the FBI, (laughs) right? I was like, you know, like the FBI's in your phone. Like they don't. Oh yeah, I know that. I mean, there was a whole scare about you know China's watching you. I'm like, I don't care if China's watching me. I mean, literally, I feel like the second that you buy an iPhone, you're being like recorded and listened to and tracked. So I don't see why people are really freaking out. Yes or no? Oh, yes and no because the new iOS 14 update 
really just kind of changed all that, but that's like a lot of technical mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, it just changes Keep the way. It light. Yeah, it just changes the way that they <laughs> actually track all your stuff, and it's it's actually really bad for anybody who does like advertising. Mm-hmm. Because oh, now I know that just, part. Just basically restarted the whole algorithm for all your ads because all your privacy settings are different now. Yeah, so yeah, the people you were tracking, you may not be tracking them anymore. Yeah, so. very very true. But yeah, right. um, okay, so. Because of TikTok and Instagram, that's how we got connected. But we have been able to have, like, some cool conversations based on, like, the podcast and whatever else. And I'm trying to remember what initially started it. But I know we had, like, the conversation of guys being obsessed with girls on OnlyFans. And then also the conversation of men and women being friends. That's correct. I don't remember what started it. but I don't remember what started it either. Oh, wait. Actually, hold on. I think I do because I think I took a screenshot of it. Hold on. I think it was. I think you were having some dating problems. Always. (laughs) And you just kind of said something about it. And I was like. My entire life for the past eight years has been dating problems. This is what it was. I said, most men don't know what to do with a woman who's not impressed by money. And then you said. This is actually going to be a big issue going forward with more females getting the OnlyFans mindset. So there's a couple. Which I totally agree with. There's a couple dynamics there. Yeah. So the culture, there's there's two to three different sides of women culture right now. And I'm just going to be open about it. There is. No, go for it. So you get on social media and I literally, here we go again. I had somebody message me yeah. this morning who just started a TikTok and they're like, hey, how do I get all the tramps off my For You page? I go. <laughs> quit liking the videos <laughs> yeah he goes dude what i don't he's like word. i don't like anything but like he's a new account so they don't know his algorithm right mm-hmm. but he said that he got on and he's not liking anything and it's all he's seeing that's the world we live in today so people because of covid yep. really knocked a lot of it and made covid made it more okay for a woman to have an only fans because they, they're supporting their family right yeah well our culture today is basically saying because a woman is pretty and has a nice body you should pay her for it mm-hmm I've been out of the club. The, I think one of the things that we discussed is like people who are just people in general who are attractive feel like they're owed something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So we've created this social construct that if I'm pretty, I'm attractive, male or female, mm-hmm. that I am owed for that, even though I don't do any work. Like going to the gym and creating a great body to have on OnlyFans is not work. I'm sorry. Like it's just yeah. not like you can only do that for so long and then keep changing your genre. Like, Oh, now I'm a milf or whatever. And you older, but yeah. for eventually, if you're not reinvesting your money or doing anything, like I used to follow this girl who was doing trends and stuff. And I was like, Oh, she's cute. You know, I'm going to follow her or whatever. I jumped into her live stream at one time and she was literally sitting like this on her computer. And if you didn't pay her, she was doing pay for follow 20 bucks and she'll follow you back. What? Dead personality. Not saying nothing. I'm sitting there like, Oh my gosh, like these are the creators that are on t- like And then people were literally paying her though? Paying her just to follow back. And she's okay, thank you. And just by this <laughs> mentality of like, I was I, I told you I was at a bar one night. I literally heard a yeah. girl tell a guy, like, if you want to talk to me, you can pay me at least twenty dollars or buy my drink. Like that's the kind of world we're living in. But then you have these other women who are like fighting for women's rights and like wanting more yeah. like respect. And it's like I'm sorry, but these girls over here are like screwing y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like you want respect, but then a guy walks up and he's like, oh, like basically this mentality of half the girls have OnlyFans and you're basically there. He's not going to give you any respect for that. Yeah. You know, now I've known and I know personally women who like, I, I know this girl right now, like she's struggling. She works like a normal hotel job. Uh, she has two kids and then she just had to foster her two siblings. Mm-hmm. 
she has no idea what to do. Like, but she's a good looking girl. So she like, she even consulted me. She's like, Hey, should I start an OnlyFans? I'm like, yeah, I just told her, like, I give the best information I can. Like, this is what you're going to be looking into when you get into it. She's like, well, I don't want to post any like videos, like bad, bad. I'm like, okay, well, they don't expect to make any money. Yeah. There's girls out there doing it for $7.99 showing everything. So what makes somebody going to follow you? And then that's the thing that's so crazy. Cause I think the point that you and I, whenever we were conversing about this and like that I brought up was one of the guys I was dating previously was following a lot of girls on Instagram that had only fans. And he was like, but I'm not on only fans. So it's okay. And you said something about like, well, you can also not have a Pornhub account, but still watch free porn. Yeah. I and mean, I was like, spot on, spot on. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, but that's such a thing too. Like if, why are you looking through the girls that he's following? Well, that was only because he'd already gotten <laughs> caught doing other bullshit. So. Oh, that's different then. Yeah. But yeah. like, if, if they're doing that stuff and he's following them, he's probably looked once or twice, you know, like, I mean, at one oh, point, no, it was a lot. Oh, it was back whenever, like I did have a little crazy moment and it was whenever Safari did it, you could look on your computer and Safari did it based on who you added recently. And so like, there was like 10 girls in a row that were all from like other States that all had an only fans like link in their bio. And I was like, I thought we were fucking dating. Now I'm not gonna lie. Since I've started TikTok, there's a couple of girls that have followed me. And then they has had OnlyFans. I'm like, ain't no fucking way this girl got OnlyFans. I'm like, <laughs> no way. As no in, way. you would not like want to see. Like, no way in Arkansas or Trailer Park does this girl got a. I mean, is she with her cousin? Uh, I I don't know. You know, oh, like, terrifying. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm gonna go look. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, we'll see what this is about. And the like, nosiness. I'm yeah. telling you, there's some. There's some people out there that but there's like something for everyone. So that's the, the thing too. Is, is like, is, I feel bad in a sense. Cause like I get it is like, if you need to make money and that's your way that you know how to do it easily, then go for it. Especially if you can, some of the girls that post stuff and they say like, they've made like 20,000 in their like first month. I'm like, yeah. I would do it too. I get it. But think about this. They're not making that the very next month because what happens is that's true. they're going to, they're going to subscribe. And burn out. For $7.99, get their little mental fix and then go on about their business. That's true. And they're just going to add someone else now. So one of the favorite people that I follow, and I followed her before she got big, and uh, it was Pokey Princess for a while, but now it's Digital Princess because she had this big lawsuit with Disney, Pokemon or whatever because she, her name was whatever. She Nothing had to, yeah, is yeah. sacred anymore. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, she is a big Pokemon fan, but oh, okay. she had to change her name because it was a lawsuit. But uh, she comes in and she actually goes off on these girls that are like, Oh my God, I made so much. She's like, y'all don't know what y'all are doing to the young generation. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're, she's like, y'all want to know what I really go through. And like, she does these whole videos where she's like, I, I deal with this. I deal with stalkers. I deal with mm -hmm. uh, getting called this every day. If you don't have thick skin for this, or if you don't want to be like, I totally agree with that. hundred percent. So like, yeah, I, that's, what, that's one of the reasons I've always followed her. I, I respect people who like, are in the business, but then they're like, Hey, look, this is what you're going to get into. And they're telling you like the truth behind everything. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. because like on Instagram, obviously you're seeing everyone's like highlight reel is like everything's the positive, the happy, the hunky dory, like whatever. But then the thing is, is that you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So, and like, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty bad about that. Like I typically only post like positive, happy stuff or like right. it's funny. Like you don't want people to see. Yeah, it, yeah. Because, but then there's, there's times that like, I just ignore the world and I'm just like, no one needs to know about this going on. Everybody. Does. But and yeah, but it's one of those things that's sad because of situations like that, like Yes, there's some pros to it, but like, is money really, is just money worth it? So this is, you know, in the dating world, like this is, 
what word am I looking for? So like, like I said, she's really real. She tells all their content, but there's this whole society. Kids are young. Kids are impressionable until their late twenties, at least like, and nowadays, think like the age of kids on TikTok. So now you're, you're telling these young girls, you're telling these young men young. That because of their body, they look good. They can make money. They can make a lot of money really fast and not mm-hmm. do a whole lot. You don't realize that when they get in that industry, like all the other stuff they're going to be dealing with, yeah. nobody's telling them. So then yeah. you, it's, it's, it's messed up. You well know? then also like, I'm sure you've like seen it too, but like the 13 year olds on TikTok don't look like 13 year olds. Like I go back and like, I like it when people do the videos and they're like kids on TikTok now versus me when I was oh, 13. Yeah. And it's hilarious because I was like, same thing is like, I had like bangs up to here and blue eyeshadow and wore like one of those rice necklace chokers oh, with yeah. my name on it and just like stupid stuff. But it's just I like, the pop collar. Oh, <laughs> I think I participated in that trend for a but short the, actually, period of time. That might've been later. Wait, did you do the double polo though? No, I didn't do the double oh, polo. But I, I did the, I was kind of like a punk rocker. Ooh, so like okay. I did the whole, I had the spike belt with the audios and skateboard. Ah. Actually both my ankles, I've been on crutches because skateboarding. So I had, I had long Man. hair, like down to here, that I conditioned three times a week. I had it all like flipped Stop. out. Stop. 100%. Yeah. See, and like I only listened to like Fall Out Boy and stuff and rap music all through high school. Oh, I was a huge Linkin Park. Like that Ooh. that was me. That was My to the Chemical core, yeah. Romance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was all the good stuff. I literally have a Blink 182 shirt in my closet. <gasps> I've done videos with it I and went people to are Blink like, 182 oh, my concert, gosh. Oh, but no yeah, it was the one where like uh, Travis was like on the like riser that like spun over the crowd. It was really cool. My Not first concert, lie. I was like 15. It was Hinder when they were on their Lips of Angel tour. Ooh. But it was Dog Jam in Beaumont. So it was Hinder, Stained, Shine Down, and like Seven Dust, and then Blackstone Cherry. That was what? my first concert. My ears were ringing for three days. Oh, my God. <laughs> you went hard. Oh, yeah. I've actually got a shirt signed, sealed, in a bag from all the guys on Hinder. My first concert was Backstreet Boys, and I'm not a Backstreet Boys fan. Sorry, Michelle. My very best friend. She was obsessed with Backstreet Boys and still basically I'm going to stop you right there and say bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, doors oh way, okay. Yeah. Well, that's sync, right? It might have been one of the two. Yeah, I think it's one. I <laughs> it think was close enough, yeah, I see what you did there. I, see, I, I appreciate it. But they, but were, no. they were kind of hand in hand. But, like, I just never got into, like, the boy band or, like, Britney Spears and, like, all that stuff. And so I was listening to, like, Nelly and Kid Rock and... TLC and see, I was doing like Ace of Base, all of it. That was the problem. Oh. So I did. I had a Britney Spears CD. I oh, had okay, NSYNC okay. CD. I had uh-huh. Backstreet Boys. I had and, and CD guys. That's like what you played music <laughs> on back in the day. Wait, did uh, you have like the big book? I had the book. Had all your, I had like, the book. CDs me and my brother. Yes. So like, I, I grew and up. You'd have LimeWire and make your own mixes. I did. I gave my. I gave computer my. Computer uh, Yeah, I gave my computer yeah, aids. Same. But first, you had to get through the. And most people won't even know what that is. No, they really won't. They literally, so I literally saw, and we'll get back to the other subject in a minute, ADD. <laughs> Three days ago, I literally saw a TikTok on that where it's like. The girl sitting next to her sister doing it? Yes. She's sitting next to her sister and they played the sound and she's and like. she's just like, what is that? I'm like, all I'm thinking is AOL chat room. AOL yeah. chat room. <laughs> oh. Me and my best friend got in trouble in an AOL, ch- or I think it was like a Yahoo chat room. And like, we were very stupid and naive and like we always just like pretend like we watched mtv so we thought we were like hard and knew everything and we honestly this is like in middle school we didn't know shit but like we named ourselves like suckerfish and blowfish oh my god so it was suck and blow and her mom (laughs) found it and got pissed but y'all literally didn't know we had no idea because whenever like guys would be like because we'd like hang out at the pool and there'd be like high school guys be like so do you suck or blow it'd be like both (laughs) <laughs> what? 
It's not okay. It's not okay. I don't understand. That's not normal. It makes zero sense. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah, chat rooms, man. So, back on the subject of basically dating. So, like, you take all of you take all of that. Oh yeah. And like, sit down. Like, say this was our first date or something like that, and you say, "Hey, I just want to have an OnlyFans." Literally, it's like so much stuff is going to go through that guy's head. Like, 1000%. Yeah, like, what kind of person are you? What kind of content do you do? What kind of, you know, just he's already judged you yeah. by so much. He's like, I don't even care. You're, you're no longer a person at that point. No, you're, you're an, an object. object at that point. Thank you. So, yeah, I don't think there's, there's several people I follow online that kind of talk about this and usually mm-hmm. they're in the industry and it's like, it's not being talked about enough. It's not being, ta- I agree. Yeah. It's really not. And like, like, here's the thing is like, I don't think either of us would like judge someone for doing it, but I think that just like you said, is you have to be prepared for the positives with the negatives. Now I, I have seen people, I got a girl I follow right now. She, she didn't only fan. She's met her boyfriend. He's cool with it. They do content together. Oh, okay. that's, that's their thing. They, I mean, I mean, if you can make money off of it and y'all are both, I think it's also, I think we talked about this is like, you have to be secure with it. Oh yeah. It's like your partner needs to be secure with it. You need to be secure with it. And like, there can't be any secrets. Oh no, n- not even, close. not a single. The only time secret. I see that work with people who actually like most majority of the time, these women are single. They're, mm-hmm. they're not in relationships because of that reason. Um, swinging couples. Usually if the woman has a, has a only fans and it's a swinging couple, they never have any issues because okay. that actually has to do with a lot of trust and a lot of stuff like that. Also, you know? did you know there were that many swingers out there? I was unaware. I didn't know until I got in the workforce. I was so unaware that there were this many swingers in the world. As I get older and I find out more yeah. and more, I'm like, who is, I'm like, so you, you too, them too. Yeah. What the, but don't what? you like the older I get, I'm just like, what else am I about to find out? Right. Like I thought I was at the age where I should know most things and I keep finding stuff out and I'm like, I was at my first job for eight years and like by year six, I'm like, they swing, they swing, they swing. I'm like, and then I start talking to my friends who are getting in the workforce more and more. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah. Just so I'm like, who else? What's going on? And then I found out my gym, half my freaking gym. Half, more than half the gym is like all the couples that go there that they also scope while they're there. I'm like, I'm friends with these people, these people, these people. I'm like, I had no idea. Okay. Could you ever do it? Uh, no, that's not my thing. I could. Yeah, I'm no. so selfish. There's no way. You literally sound like my wife right now. <laughs> I literally, I am. If I'm in a relationship, I am the most selfish person and I will rage on someone. Like you look at who I'm with the wrong way and like it's going down. Oh, no, I can't, I can't do that. But. No. I've had relationships like that. Like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, 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 not like, but it's typically, that's the type like, of stuff. If you're with someone that like, my, my, ex, was, my ex was Latina. Okay. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't from her, by the way. It's a disclaimer. Don't sue me. please. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but just like, those are the types of things that like, I've definitely had girls, like I've been dating someone or something and a girl's just like going at it and pushing buttons and like doing things. And like, she knows you're there and exists. And I'm just like, that's the time where I'm just like, honey, if you don't stop, we're going to have an issue. So I'm going to poke your poke a button right now. Go for it. If you fully trust your partner, why does that bother you? Well, it's typically like the guy has said things to like, stop. I have a like girlfriend, wife, whatever. But I think it's just based on like past trauma. There you go. So oh, you already one, know. I, yeah. One yeah, thousand yeah. percent. And I can be honest about that, but it's just one of those things that I'm like, who that stuff makes me like, See, there's one hot. night, like my wife, she's 115 pounds. But when she drinks, she's six foot tall, 300. <laughs> I, and I, I say that with BDE. some truth. Like BDE. People have two different sides. My wife has a different side when she drinks. Mm-hmm. She can either be really happy, really fun, or we can go south and brawl. Like, I mean, 
it was crazy. I, feel like I, was like, I would love her. She's fucking awesome. I really wish she could have been here today. I know. Because same. I'm going out of town for 10 yeah. days. Like, it's just not going to work. Uh, she, she's a blast. But she's like, she's more of a blast if she knows you. She doesn't like, like, I'm the Straight real. Straight open up. I'm or completely whatever. opposite yeah. of her. I will be sitting in line for something. And the next thing I know, I'm like, hey, Talking I'm going to go get everyone. beers with this guy after we get That's through this. Me. Like, stay in line for 30 minutes for their ticket. Like, she's not like that. Like, she was a waitress too. And she didn't even like talking to her tables. But like, there was one night we went to a wedding and we got, oh, we got hammered. My wife was really hammered. And she just like, I was like, I'm like dealing with her right now. Went to this <laughs> after party and I was like having a good time talking to people I ain't seen in a while. I, I stayed close. Yeah. I purposely let this other guy hit on her behind me just to keep her occupied long enough so I can talk with my friends. <laughs> and I like, I let him buy her drinks. Like I'm sitting there looking over my shoulder. I'm like, okay, we're cool. Like he ain't touching her. We're good. We're good. And she's like pointing. That's my husband. That's my husband. And like, he's just like looking at me. I got my back turned. So he's just like, okay, cool. You know, cause yeah. she's very friendly when she drinks, but I was like, I don't, I don't care. I'm like, I'm trying to be, because I, I, tr I trust her. I, I yeah. don't, she ain't, you know, but like I've literally done that one night just so I could talk to my friends for a little <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but she's great. She's she's awesome. Uh, we'd had the whole traditional marriage. Like, we didn't live together before we got married. Okay. Stuff, but she kind of snuck that one in there. Do you me. think that that was, like, that helped your relationship? So, growing up, I grew up with divorced parents, and I always told myself. Same. My, my theory was, I want to live with somebody before I decide to marry him. Mm -hmm. I think that is wrong. I think that is a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. uh, I have done it. It was. Same. You find out things about people when you live with them that just, if you don't already completely love that person, it's going to drive you insane. Absolutely agree. So me and my wife were together for several years. Her parents are very Catholic, very traditional. Like we're supposed to stay the night together before we married, like all that Ooh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. She didn't tell me that, by the way, <laughs> after I told her I loved her. Uh, She's so like, she, I got him. She, she, she got me. Okay. She got me good. Uh, but when we moved in together, because I already had so much love for this woman, like, she there was little quirks yeah. that bothered me, but I'm like, oh, I there's love nothing her. you yeah, can yeah. like work through. Yeah, okay. and we had been through uh, the Catholic religion. I'm not Catholic, but I'm Baptist myself. But uh, they require you to do like all this marriage counseling mm -hmm. before, do a retreat before. There's a couple that didn't make it to our retreat. <laughs> they were younger; they were 19, but they sit you down and they have all these questions. You go through a book. Yeah, it's very. I don't know if people are familiar with the, the 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 way they do that, but they ask you questions like, who takes out the trash can? Who should take out the trash every week? Okay. Couples don't talk about something like finances. We literally, yeah. Barton and I did a podcast like this a couple episodes ago, and it was like crucial conversations to have before you're in a serious relationship. Something, Just like that. You're so spot on. Something as simple yeah. as taking the trash yeah. out. Who's supposed to do it? Like, yeah. And, and I'm actually going to go off on this here in a second because like there's a, there's a whole thing that I, I talk about with marriage and relationships that I think we've kind of gotten away from as well. But so the, there was a couple that didn't make it. Like you tell they were young and there's a lot of conversations oh, they didn't no. have and they didn't make yeah. it. So like, there's a lot of conversations you'd have before you live with somebody. Like, cause like my past ex, like she, she wasn't a very discussive person. Discussing to her was arguing. And it's like, I hate arguing. Me and my wife have been together for years and we sit down and we talk. Like yes. the only time we've ever fought, we've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but like, other than that, we just talk. We discuss. I, like, so, like, do you ever like, Cause that's the thing is like, we've all, I feel like been in relationships where you do fight with the person like more than anything. And I've just gone to the point where like this guy I was talking to a while ago, we were talking and he was just like stirring the pot and he intentionally like had told me, he was like, I just kind of want to fight with you. And I was like, that is literally the last thing you should be I want because it sets me off to like so much like PTSD from like childhood and everything else that I'm like, 
I literally can't talk to you anymore. I actually kind of did that to my wife about two weeks ago. I felt oh, bad. No. She was in Mexico with her friends and I was like working all weekend or mm-hmm. well, up until Monday, I quit my job, but 12 hour shifts, the dogs yeah. were turning up the house. I was stressed out and I just, I'm literally picking fights with her while she's yeah. over there just because I'm stressed out. And then because we know each other so well, she's like, Hey, you're doing this because of this. And she, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. And but I see, that's the difference. Yeah. It's like, I think the difference is like you didn't intentionally go into it looking for a fight. You just like were like stressed and whatever else. And then you were able to acknowledge it and be like, hey, I'm sorry. And because of past stuff that I've had happen to me, like she knows. So it's yeah. like she's like, hey, you're doing this. I'm like, all right. Because sometimes I can't stop it. For, but it, it's it's very rare. But speaking on like crucial conversations, mm-hmm. um, there's this whole tangent that people talk about, you know, like the woman's only supposed to do this in the house or the man, man's yeah. only supposed to be do this in the house. And like my whole theory on it is. I also don't like the idea of like a woman's not supposed to work. Like that's, oh. that's just like, like you have all these girls, yeah. sugar babies and stuff like all these women who just think they just stay at home and work. What if your spouse dies? Yeah. If your spouse died today and when me and my wife got married, her mom, bless her heart, had six kids. Mm-hmm. She stayed home. Mom took care of all of them. And then she was also a registered nurse at one point. So she took care of, she got to the point where she was taking care of everything still mm-hmm. as they got older. So when my wife moved in with me, like there was things I had to teach her. And sometimes I just kind of had to like let her fall on her face a little bit yeah. because I'm like, look, if, if I die tomorrow on the yeah. chemical plant, like who's going to help you? Who's going to take care of you? Like, like you need to figure this out. And there's been times where she's like calling me on the phone crying. I'm like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's a YouTube video for it. You know, like, yeah, I'm not always going to be there. And I think more people nowadays who are married should look at marriage like that. Like my I don't wife. I think it's like marriage though. I think that's something that children should learn. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, because I will say, like, I didn't come from a good upbringing, at least. Like, my grandparents were a lifesaver. But, like, as far as, like, my actual home life with, like, my dad and stepmom, it was awful. But the one thing that I've said before that I will credit my dad with is that any time that I ever asked for something or, like, whatever, had a question, he'd be like, figure it out or ask. And so I would do it because I'd be like, well, shit, how am I going to do that? Right. So, but that's something that like, it does like it, you carry it with you. And I feel like it does build your confidence. Not only that, but like now I've got a partner at home that I can rely on if something mm-hmm. like if I get hurt or something, like, yeah. there's been times I've been, oh. I'm sick and like, because so me, true. me and my wife both work shift work. I'm like, Hey, like, can you take care of this? Like, you know, I, I hate asking my wife, like, I still feel like the man in the house. So I'm like trying to make sure she does as little as possible. That's yeah. how I am. But I know at the same time, like she can handle herself. And like, if something were to ever happen to me, like I'm more secure in the fact that not, we have this much money in the bank, but like yeah. she isn't going to be looking for somebody to take care of her. Like if I, if mm-hmm. I was on my deathbed, the last thing I'm having to worry about is my wife struggling. Yeah. You know? um, well, that's true because you don't ever want your partner to be like set up for failure. No. And speaking on, you know, your parents teaching you like figure it out. I think that's another problem in our society. Like, People are graduating college at 24 ish. Yeah. And they're still kids. Still don't know anything. They don't know anything. Like at, no. at, at 15, at 14, I had a 40 hour week job during the yeah. summer. That was me at 15. I rode my sister's pink bicycle up there every day. I was cleaning cars for mm-hmm. an auto shop. At 15, I needed, or at 16, I needed new tires for my truck. My parents went down to the bank, co signed me a loan, and I paid that loan back. Like I learned the value mm-hmm. of money very early. And like, we also grew up super poor, so we didn't have it. But I have a friend of mine millionaire stupid millionaire he lives in florida on a yacht he's got a, a wife there he's she has kids he doesn't have kids after it rains he makes the kids go and like shame me down the boat yeah but then he pays them for it he, <laughs> he doesn't he's a millionaire 
and doesn't give them kids money at all when they ask he for it. He doesn't give them like an allowance? No. He like makes, for chores? Chores, yes. Okay. I was going to say, I was like. So, so chores will have like a number next yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But if they just come up and ask, no. And he's like, he's 100% yeah. solid in the fact that Good. even though they're rich, like he's he's teaching them value. Like, and that, I I'm, think that is a massively amazing thing, personally. Like, because that's something that I think so many people, like, we talked about this earlier. Is like, in school, you're not technically taught, like, you're not taught trades. You're not taught how to be an entrepreneur until you get to literally college. And even that, like, all I graduated with were business management classes, marketing, entrepreneurship, small business management, et cetera. I don't use anything I learned except my business law class. And you know what? I it's learned all bullshit. that in five years without a degree. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I spent tons getting all these degrees. And then I was just like, I, especially like accounting and stuff like that pisses me off because I'm like, I will literally sign a piece of paper saying I will never do my own accounting if I can just skip this class. But the thing is, they're just like, no, you have to. I was like, why? I'm never going to be an accountant. The, I will hire I someone the rest so of my life I think to college, do that. Even basic college is, is messed up. Like it should be more totally agree. College degrees should be more tr treated more like a trade degree. Absolutely. Like, why am I taking English writing when I'm getting a degree in, I don't know, just some, I'm yeah. never going to write. Like I'm typing everything, yeah. you know, granted I did have to take a remedial English class because I, uh, <laughs> I write how I talk and apparently Texans mm. talk wrong. <laughs> it's this not is true. proper English. Well, same thing as like, if you go to like broadcasting school, they teach you how to properly say things like W. So you pronounce it double U versus W. Well, then how come you didn't pronounce mayor? Well, that's just, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was. Uh, mayor. 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 Uh, but it's funny because like my sister-in-law has a marketing degree. And yeah. when I start talking to her about social media marketing and how to like market people yeah. and stuff like that, she's like, literally, <laughs> but proper marketing like that. But even then I've learned ad generation. Yeah. I can do Amazon ads, Google ads. Like I, I, I when I speak mm -hmm. this and then I'm like, you went for a four year degree and you don't know this, this and this. I'm exactly. Like, literally like some people. And also the thing with social media is it changes like every day. Every Within every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's, I figured out it's about it's a two, it's about insane. a two week cycle. It's about it's a two. Insane. Yeah. So it's funny because I, I'll see people walk into a room, like say business people and the people that have the degrees versus the people that don't, I can immediately pick them out. I can make them point them out. I know exactly. And like mm -hmm. the people who don't have the degrees, but have the experience are usually the ones who win whatever they're coming in there for. Because you. You, just like college, like they have this template. This is my degree. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is how it's supposed to go. Well, the world don't work like that no more. Gary Vee talks about it. You know, Oh, uh, I love I watching his videos. Right. I yeah, love everybody his loves videos. Gary. Oh, uh, so good. One of my, him, uh, Andy Frazella. I like Dan Pena. He's a little bit older. I don't know him. Dan's a little bit older. Okay. Uh, he has one of my favorite quotes. It's, uh, if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Okay. And then he goes on to say, and I don't think I'm a prude asshole. He's like, if you want to go save the world, you want to save the pygmies down there. That's what he always call mm -hmm. them. Pygmies. Get rich. You can go do it. You can go spend yeah. your money on that. You can go do this. He's like, but if you don't think money doesn't buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. And yeah. I was like, Oh my, and that, that has always been in my head between him, Dan Pena, and then uh, here lately, a TikTok trend, Jason Capital is uh, one of the newer, younger guys. Okay. He does a lot of stuff, and uh, he talks straight blunt, just like Gary Vee, and this is how it I is. I love right it. Now. And uh, I don't know where I was going. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you don't really need a degree anymore. And like yeah. that, literally in the first six months, I was going to college for business because at mm -hmm. the time I was really big into uh, <laughs> uh, 
car automation. Yeah. So, like, biggest trophies in my house are actually from car shows. Oh, okay. Uh, and sounds co- competitions. And um, so I was going to school for business. It's like, I'm going to open my own custom car shop. That's what I want to okay. do. Because I was also, like, a big Fast and Furious fan. Paul oh, Walker fan. Have so you I seen like, the new one? I have not. I've kind of fallen off after four. <laughs> I, know, I think I fell off after three. I've so. watched them, but it's, like, it, it's not what, like, as a kid at 14, seeing the very original fast and the furious and then like at one point yeah. I, I owned a car with a skyline engine and like that's always been my dream you know i had a crush on vin diesel i don't really like to admit that now but oh, back he's a good looking dude yeah. he's solid you know white yeah. t-shirt bald head yeah yeah uh you got me off my train of thought again <laughs> uh what was i saying the car yeah so i was uh, going to school for business yeah. and within two months of being at school i was like this is not going to get me to where i need to be that's what i, I, did I immediately i immediately yeah. knew that this degree and what's crazy i love my business professor he yeah. did he was one of those crazy guys. Oh, so yes. like we show up to class one day, this literally happened and all the desks were gone. All the chairs were gone. He told us to put our books in the corner and then we went walking around the school and we had our whole class around the school. He, they, he was asking us questions like, what do you think about this? Or how do you think you would market this? You know? And like, yeah, the dude was awesome. Like he wrote oh. me a great recommendation later letter when I was coming back home to go to college here because a uh, private school is expensive. That was uh, private college. Yeah. And this because they weren't D3 or they were D4, mm-hmm. uh, they couldn't give athletic scholarships. So my athletic uh. scholarship was me getting into the school. Oh, okay. They gotcha, could do gotcha. they could do admission scholarship. Mm-hmm. So uh but yeah, that's kind of where we really starting right up. Not long after that, I started following Gary Vee and some other stuff. And I was like, I love Gary Vee. I just I love that that outward thinking, mm-hmm. you know. So but once I realized that a college degree isn't worth it to me like i don't have to have a college degree to make money and then but i came home i was like spot on i joined the military because i needed to Mm -hmm. pay for all of it basically but what's great it was great about the military military for that though honestly in your basic training they actually give you finance classes accounting classes like okay but like that's better than high school 100 percent. like they teach you how to balance a credit card because kids or kids i didn't really don't know so here's my thing so i grew up in small town small town america by the time you're 20, you usually had a family and a college degree. I'm dead serious. Like that's all my crazy. friends, I'll get my best friend, his kids about to start driving. Like that's, this mm-hmm. what you do in small town America. So when I got into basic training and I'm around a lot of other people, my age, I'm like, Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> now I know what they're talking about. Like, when I, I say it. 19, you're still a kid. Cause at 19, yeah. I was a car salesman for Chevy. Mm-hmm. I literally had, and I've dealt with age discrimination my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't talk about it, but age discrimination is a thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had this guy look me dead in the eyes. I was a car dealership, as a car salesman. I got my little tie and everything. And I'm like, he goes, son, I know you know what you're talking about, but I can't buy a car from a kid. You talk about just straight, just destroy. Like I knew, I knew. Yeah, that like crushes your soul. Like I love cars. Like I've worked for Chevy. That's the thing is like, you could be more knowledgeable than the other person. And that's what led me into when I got into my actual working career. When I found out more, like, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Absolutely. I could be more like with my latest job with the last two years, I, I showed up here. This is a new plant. I've got eight years of experience. I know more than the people that are I'm, the jobs I'm applying for, for these special positions. Mm-hmm. But because they have been there longer, I mean, I've been in the workforce double the time they have. Yeah. doesn't matter. No, I'm like, doesn't matter. My, my knowledge is useless here. So. It's insane. So insane. Okay. Well, just because I want everyone to get to know you a little bit better on like a personal level, I posted something earlier on Instagram. So Wait, we're going to ask. Post? I posted this ask away thing. Oh, thank God. So, yeah. Was um, my bikini photo? No, okay. not your bikini photos. Um, So I'm going to ask you some questions and then I need you to answer them. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Number one, what was your first job? First job legally or? Yeah, let's say legally. So 
Well, I'll say two because at 14, out of 40 hour a week job as a car detailer working mm-hmm. for a car shop. But when I turned 16, my first job was McDonald's. I was, okay. a, I was a burger flipper. How did you like it? I got a lot of free food. Okay. <laughs> at I 16, think at 16, that was probably a great oh, job. Oh, yeah. And they gave us free food even off the clock. So really? it was a 24 hour McDonald's. So imagine being 17 in high school and all your buddies Just in the hungry? car. Hey, after this party, let's go to McDonald's. Hey, go grab Andrew and get him to come with this. Because I'd go to the, I'm like, hey, who's working? And I'm like, all right. Then I'd go through the drive-thru. I'm like, I need yeah. this, 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 this. Then I'd get free food for everybody. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Okay. What's one thing you will never do again? <sighs> Can you use that in a bigger sentence? <laughs> uh, um, one thing I will never do again. Uh, I want to say work in the chemical plants. You know, I quit my job yeah. three days ago, four days ago. It's something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. That's awesome, you though. You become a slave yeah. to the wage because the money's mm-hmm. good. But um, wholeheartedly, I don't ever want to do that again. I feel you. That makes sense. Okay. What is some outdated slang you still use? Cool beans. <laughs> is that outdated? That's so outdated. Oh, I don't think people okay. would even know what that is. Or what I, I like to say a lot is uh, uh, like my wife, if she's looking at me confused, I'm like, are you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. I do appreciate it though. I do appreciate that one. Okay. Do you miss anyone? She's going to hate me, but my dogs. Oh, leaving them this morning. My, my first dog. My, Wait, you have golden doodles, right? I have two of them. I have a, yeah. I have a white and a black golden doodle. Oh, so and cute. my uh, oldest. Wait, what are their names? Lila and Riley. Oh, Lila so will be cute. a year in October. Riley's like right at four months, but Lila's in heat for the first time. Oh. So she's been like extra, like just super lovey. And she usually sticks Aww. to herself. So like. She's like, please hold me. I don't feel well. Pretty much. And she's like 70 pounds. So it's just like this oh, big. Oh gosh. Yeah. So it's, it, it was kind of hard to leave them this morning. Oh, that is hard. And, I and hate my, leaving and my, my wife. Dog. Yes. Her too. Small takes. Um, what is a weird food combination you enjoy? A weird food combination. I eat pretty plain food most of the time. Really? You're not like an adventurous eater? I am. Like, so like I'm prepping. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife prep together. She'll prep with me. So what we do is like every weekend we'll have like this crazy cheat meal. Yeah. So like one weird, I guess I'll say not my favorite, but one weird food combination I have had. Yeah. Uh, was like especially like eating a burger with ice cream. But uh, there's this place down. Wait, t- like you dip the burger in ice cream? You've never been to Wendy's? I yeah, could dip, dip the, a fry. Dip the burger in the ice cream. No. Yes. Dead serious. Dip dip the whole the whole burger in the ice cream. It'll change your life. I don't know if I can get behind that. Yes, you can. I, I just, I don't know about that. I'll pray about it. YOLO. I'm going to pray about it. Okay, we'll pray it out. Okay, yeah. We're going to pray it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, What is, oh, wait, hold on. What's the most useless talent you have? <sighs> Being a husband. <laughs> do you consider that a talent uh, for real, though? Uh, do you think you're like a good husband? Sometimes. Other times I'm being told I'm not. Like, what are the percentages of being a good husband to bad husband? Like 60, 40, maybe like a 70, 30 oh, sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, Give, do better. Yeah. Do better for her. But no, I don't uh, I don't think I have any useless skills, honestly, because everything I apply every day is to basically better myself. So Okay. Uh, I have useless hobbies. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there's there's things I have in my house. I'm like, I'm never gonna use this. I've only used it. I have a she thinks I only paid one fifty for it, but I have like a four hundred dollar spear gun that I've you only have a used. Spear gun? Yeah, so I'm gonna go offshore. Is it like ne- oh I was thinking it was like next to the bed for an intruder. Oh no, I'm not like one of those people. But I did freak out last year. That would year be way cool. When they were like gonna 
banned when they banned the police and defunded the police in Minnesota. I went and uh-huh. bought like a ton of guns right after that. Really? Yeah. But like I was never like always. Everything has to have a purpose in my. Okay. Brain. So like I don't even have. I don't even have games on my phone. I literally put my first game on my phone because of my friend's little boy this morning. That's the only. He literally yeah. was just like he was like play this game with me and I was like I don't know how to play games on my phone. I don't play games and on my I'm phone because I always it. told myself it was a distraction. Yeah. I, I literally deleted every game off my phone. I was like I'm only. I mean I do have phone. solitaire. I don't have anything. I have solitaire and Sudoku. I feel like those are like brain games kind of. But do you actually play them? When I'm on a plane and I don't have service. See, I'm usually cancering, like writing something up, doing something. Oh. I'm literally 100, 100 miles an hour every day. I literally want to be either sleeping on a plane or like watching something. Oh, no. I'm usually yeah. working. Usually it's a I feel time. you. So I don't, yeah, I don't really have any useless skills. Um, what is the grossest food you have ever had? Ooh. Hmm. I've tried a lot of different food. Same. I pretty much I'm like think if I have everything. One. So I've been to Thailand three times. Me and okay. my wife love Thailand. I wasn't super fond of barbecue scorpion. And then we didn't really like chicken hearts. That wasn't a big one. But other than that, I pretty much eat anything. I can agree with those. I mean, I'll eat sardines. I mean, I'll be others. I don't think I've ever had sardines. Yeah, right out of the can. Put a little mustard I've on. definitely had some snails. Yeah, escargot. I've I've had heart of different things. I think I had duck heart. Oh, that's pretty normal. Yeah, duck yeah. heart and quail. Duck sausage. I've had a lot of different meats. Yeah, but like, I was like, as far as like, I'm trying to think. I don't do condiments though. I don't do like ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. Like you just, just ham- like hamburger sim- dry. Yeah, that's I weird. know. I just like. I think it's just them in their plain form. I don't like if it's like concoct with something else oh, like mayonnaise and ketchup together no oh what? like if it was like mayo with ran- like ranch like ranch i can handle because all the seasonings i think i just don't like them in their pure form i don't know that's, that's just that, that's kind of weird that's just me um don't don't tell that on your first date really you don't think so no because then he's gonna start looking at you weird you don't want to do anything that's out out of the norm Food, especially. I, I think I, that's I, like my entire life is out of the norm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so who knows how that's good. Oh, wait. Do you have a worst date? That's on this list, too. Oh, I have a whole video over a worst date. You have Y'all, a video Go of to my TikTok. Date? I have the video. This. Oh, oh, oh my oh, gosh. Oh. All right. Let me. Oh, he's getting comfy. Okay. Okay. So I was on Tinder. Oh, that whenever you were trying to meet your wife. I didn't know. What this, is pre- <laughs> but this, know. Is pre- yeah, this is pre-wife. But this is pre-wife. This is pre-wife. Okay. Worst date ever. I oh, was I want to see out of, mine. out of my truck at six. I mean, out of my truck at six. Okay. In my truck at seven driving off. Okay. So I show up at the time. Like I, I kind of had a thing for alternative girls. You know, she had like some crazy hair and like a bunch of tattoos and some gauges. I was like, oh man, she's cool. You know what? She's been talking, texting me back and forth. We're cool, man. Like she's pretty cool. She works at the aquarium. I don't ever want to say that. Whatever. <laughs> she works at the, she, at the time she was an animal. She's a fish keeper. I guess you, she works at the aquarium downtown in Houston. Okay. She like managed like all the food for the animals and stuff. Okay. All the food. So I'm like sitting in, in this, this restaurant and it's a Mexican restaurant. And it's like one of those upper scale nice ones. So like they made me take my hat off. So I was like, oh, okay. No, I can't wear my they hat. They made here. you take your hat Yeah. Like no hats, no hats. Like it was a little more upper scale okay. than I thought we were in Midtown. Okay. So I'm like sitting there, I'm in a button down shirt, Stetson, you know, with my cinch jeans and blue jeans. Wait, I'm, they made you take your cowboy hat off? No, ball cap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, Just kidding. I, don't really, I was picturing a cowboy hat, so. Uh, if I wear my cowboy hat, it's usually for something stupid. But, like, I, like I just don't wear it around town. This girl walks through the freaking door, and I swear, like, 
any shorter, she might have just been wearing panties. She's black dress. I mean, it is like hiked up the thigh. You can see her whole thigh piece. And I'm looking at her and like she had she had a little booze, but there she wasn't wearing much. These big heels, just huge heels. And she's walking over. I'm like, Are we talking like stripper vibes? She's kind not of? a stripper, but yeah, kind no, of but stripper. Like yeah, stripper vibes. Stripper vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like, and then you see this blue collar white guy and it's like I'm looking around I'm like so you look like a sugar daddy I look like I'm with a hooker that's what I look like I look like I'm with a hooker I'm like looking around I'm like everybody in here thinks I'm with a hooker right now we do we don't mix you know like it just did not mix. even though I like girls like that I was okay. like this is not happening so we sit down and she starts asking me weird questions like trying to get to know me but like one of the questions she asked me she was like so would you ever steal from me I'm like excuse me you know what, what do you mean she's like and she starts telling me that her mom lives with her her mom's got issues or whatever. And her boyfriends and she's like her last boyfriend, this girl's had stolen her credit card and run a bunch of money up on it. And I'm just all like, Oh gosh, you're oh. one of those girls. We're, you deal with some crazy, crazy dudes. I was like, okay, okay, cool. I can get through this. Like, no, you know, I'm this, this, you know I mean? You see my social media. I mean, a pretty, pretty standard white guy likes to fish, you know, <laughs> I'm going to steal from her. I got my own job, you know? And then, but while she's laughing really hard, I made a joke or whatever. It almost like she was like, missing a tooth with a little gray around it back here. So I was like, and then she like really laughed real big. I know she was missing a tooth. And I was like, okay, uh, red flag number two. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And then we order our food. We get our food. And this is where I lose my shit. Oh, I'm so excited for so this. So I order fajitas, even though, yes, I know you're not supposed to order fajitas in a Mexican restaurant. Like that's not. I love fajitas. I know, but if you're a real Mexican inquirer of food or whatever you want to call it, like connoisseur. Okay. You get the other stuff, whatever. I, I, mean, whatever. I feel you. Well, she ordered something. Well, the meat looked awesome. Like, it was all steaming and everything. And I'm like looking at it and like, mind you, what kind of restaurant we're in. She was like, oh, hey, that looks really good. And I was like, oh, yeah, you want to try some? She oh, goes, no. yeah. So like I'm reaching over to grab my fork and my knife. And then at that time, out of the corner of my eye, I see her hand come across <gasps> the table. And like in a slow-mo. Oh, no. She hand grabbed? She hand grabbed my fajita meat. And it was kind of like all still kind of stuck together. They didn't cut all the way. And she rips it apart, drops the part that she didn't want, and then tosses the rest of it in her mouth. And she's all like, oh, this is really good. And I'm sitting there like. <laughs> you just touched touch my food. Like you just. You just I didn't eat the fajita meat. She like. She like. Manhandled. Your, like I she manhandled your meat. She manhandled. She my manhandled meat. your meat. Yes. 100%, not the right way. Not the right way. And dropped it. The rest of it back on the plate. Wow. I mean, just she's looking at me. I'm looking at her. I'm like, oh, it's a good. She's yeah, she's it's great. And I'm like, oh, oh no, I, I won't know. I'm gonna keep eating these chips, you know. So like, I get up, I go to the bathroom, and at the time, it was kind of funny. Like me and all my friends were single, and we're all like successful bachelors. So I'm like, we're in this huge. If we could get an autobiography made out of this thread, this, the group text, the group thread oh, for that year, oh, it was man. just called the thread. And like, we would go out. I'm talking about like six, seven hundred dollar nights. I mean, like. There's plenty of times I gotten off work and had to go pick them up because somebody lost the keys. I mean, it was yeah. something every weekend. And we had this. Mm -hmm. If we could write a movie out of that, it would it would be insane. It, it, would be it was crazy. like a version of The Hangover. For like a year. It was insane. So I text the group. I'm like, mayday, 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 mayday. So like I'm waiting on a phone call. Well, they're all like busy. And I, go, I didn't get a phone call. So I'm just like, shit. And then they finally text me. I'm like, you got to get me out of here. Like I almost. Did grab, you almost like so I out the dine and ditch? I almost dined and ditched. Like I'm telling you, I grabbed the waiter and I was like, hey, like, can you go ahead and bring me my ticket? Like I grabbed him and like I wanted I to mean, so can we be bad. Honest though, you know she wouldn't have paid. 
No, I was going to pay for it and oh, just okay. leave. Like, I, I was, was just like, going to go and pay the waiter. Sketch. But then I left my hat at the table. And I was like, oh, no. I'm like, I can't. I got to finish this through. And then next door, the place called Christian's Tailgate had really good fried Oreos. I really wanted some. So <laughs> I was like, I was hungry because I didn't get to eat. <laughs> she, she finger fucked my food. Did you really not eat any of it? I ate everything. Or did you just eat everything meat. around it? And I kind of cut a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm really not hungry, you know. And then uh, she's talking and everything. She's not keeping her mouth closed while she's eating. And I'm just like, oh, my that God. That is like one of my biggest life pet peeves. So we get out. And like I said, she's in these heels, right? And it's like a cobblestone. Did she eat shit? Almost, oh, but like damn. she's like, have, she, she reaches over and has to grab my hand to walk next door. So like, I literally look like I'm looking like down. Does she have trap nails? What's trap nails? Like super, like my these no. are my actual nails. She's so just like having a hard nails. time walking, and I'm <gasps> looking, and it's like I totally look like I'm with a drunk hooker. I'm like looking in the like the stores, and I'm like seeing the reflection. And I'm like, this looks terrible. <laughs> like, so I walk in next. I'm a regular at the place next door, and, yeah. that, and like the guy in the front looks with at me. With the fried like, Oreos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I get the fried Oreos, I leave. <laughs> I walk her back to her car. Like I said, at this point, it's like 58 minutes and a couple seconds. You know, I give her a hug and she kind of does like this little lean in for a kiss. And I swerved her. I did the whole swerve thing like, and I gave her a hug and she's like, oh, OK, I just want to let you know you passed. I go passed passed what? And she goes, oh, we can go on a second date. <laughs> I'm <good. laughs> OK. Yeah, that's great. You know, we're going to go on a second date, you know, and as soon as she got in her car and drove off, I Block, 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 block. And I was like, I am no way in hell. Some of the other stuff she said about like her past boyfriends and all this stuff. I'm just like, there was a lot of, there were so many red flags. And after my oh, ex, no. I was like, I'm not playing games. I'm not sticking around to find out what the red flags like how were. Insane no, I'm like, uh-uh. yeah, no. I've got four other matches. I got to go through. <laughs> this one's a no, <laughs> but literally like, it's, it's so I only went on, I literally went on four dates the entire time I was on Tinder for a year. Like there just was one of them your wife. Yes. Okay. And I was, me and my wife's first date was, if you were to like look at all my dates and be like, that's the one you married, like that from that date, I was so hungover. I never took my sunglasses off. Oh, I've definitely, I've done that for a podcast, like multiple podcasts. Now I'm going just... to go look through any of your pictures to see if you, well, yeah. you're not going to, I took him off for photos, but. So like me and my wife's first date was at Top Golf. It was hotter than hell. I was hungover from drinking fireball all night. Oh, so I'm sitting woof. there. Like this, with, with, <laughs> the shake with with a bottomless mimosas, and I'm just like one after another, and I'm not shutting up. I can't stop talking because I took in my Vivance for my ADD. So like I just and she just thinking the whole time I'm just sweaty dude who just doesn't shut up. And I don't, why she went on a second date with me, I don't know. But here we she are. She was like, meh. Yeah, no, he, he's cool, I guess you know. But yeah, that was the worst date I ever went on in my oh. entire life. And I've had some bad dates. Oh, I could that, like I could definitely top that but that's like a that would have to be another podcast okay so yeah but well i'm sure we can get into that because okay so like to wrap things up you're going on tour with the tratter gang yes as their which, photographer yes but a lot of people don't know about tratter gang so can you give like a brief so the briefest way to say it is you've got four guys uh <laughs> originally it started back in like december um Zach and Blake started playing with these toy tractors and like making mm -hmm. these kids' voices. And it was it was really interesting. It kind of took off. It was like yeah. a trending thing. Well then Gatlin and Nick kind of met up and then they started kind of making fun with them and then making videos like, uh -huh. of them. And then they kind of all met up and kind of called themselves the Tratter Gang. Yeah. And they had this huge meetup back in like late February, early March. I think there was like a storm or something that came through that they kind of replanned it. But like they had a thousand people show up in this small town of Oklahoma. <laughs> I love it. And it just it just took off it just kind yeah. of became a thing so now they've got several meet and greets planned across mm -hmm. several different events and 
like any creator knows, once you get to a certain point, you got to collab. Yeah. Once you get to a certain point, you basically got to hire somebody. So mm-hmm. thankfully me and Nick have been friends for so long. I know his content. I know how he wants it done. I know, And not every photographer, videographer knows how to shoot YouTube and TikTok content. Like yeah. TikTok is still so, so new that a lot of photographers and videographers don't really know how to frame it. Right. Yeah. So like he trusted me enough to say, Hey, look, you know, we want you to come do this for us, but this is all we can pay you. I'm like, I'm in. I don't care. Yeah. This is what I love doing. So it's all well. So because I went back and I was looking at some of Nick's videos, and I saw that like John Deere has reached out to be a sponsor. I think Dots Pretzels. He's done video like, content with so, so like many so many videos. other people, but like for like just upcoming stuff. But then also the they did a thing for I can't remember the boy's name, but I believe he has Blake Blake Strong. Yes. Okay. So, so back if you can in talk February, about that. Yeah. So back in February, uh, they Blake received a. a Blake Moore, one of the Trader Gang, one of the Trader Brothers, received a letter talking about their son was in the hospital, cancer, and uh, he really liked playing with tractors and liked watching mm-hmm. all these. Like what Blake will do is he has these toy tractors and yeah. he's like, hey, do you want to play tractors with me? You know, and like yeah. it's kind of a funny little thing. But they ended up raising, so they used that first meat as they yeah. donated a big portion of the profit. So they raised, I think, eight hundred dollars through GoFundMe, mm-hmm. and then from the meat, Gatlin himself, which is farm stuff with Daryl. Uh, donated twenty seven hundred dollars of his profits that day. That is to, awesome uh, to help with their their bills and stuff. Yeah. So like, literally the best group of guys you ever met. Like just down to earth. That's really and, and it sucks too because like in the influencer world, nice people don't ever make it. But that's like, true because they're a group. It looks like it's possibly going to happen. But that's good though. Just they're trying to change the outlook on the industry and trying to make it more positive and show that influencers aren't just all assholes in it for money. Like mm-hmm. they, they want to be more than that. And that's kind of what the yeah. Trider gang is. Like they're more than just a group of influencers. Like they're, they just want to be there to help people and then just meet people and just no. And I think yeah. that is step one of doing it is like going out and actually meeting people and like showing you're a real person. But then on top of it, like donating to charity or like to humans in need, like is I think something that's just ideal and it's something that people of all ages can respect. Well, and you have your larger companies that do it every year, but they mm-hmm. just don't advertise it. Yeah. You know, I think it really should be a bigger push because absolutely, like all the chemical companies do the, I don't know, whatever come in. Then they have this huge push for uh, whatever big organization that is. And I think it's on the smaller scale. Like people want to see, and that's what's great about TikTok. And it, it weeded out a lot of the in- Instagram influencers that try mm-hmm. to come over. You realize that they don't have a personality. Yep. Because I was in the and fit- all they do is sell. <laughs> I was in the yeah. fitness industry for years and nothing was more heartbreaking than me going to the, uh, American fitness expo in Houston for the first time mm-hmm. and being so excited to meet some of my influencers I've been following for years. Like post all this great content, like they're positive people. And like the, the fitness industry is just, I was just, I was so excited and then finding out what kind of people they really are. Yeah. You find out what kind of people they really are. And it's like, Oh God, this is terrible. And then with TikTok, because it's not a photo, you kind of have to show your personality. Like, People who have been Instagram influencers don't know how to do that. They know how yeah. to pose for a picture and then post something that somebody else told them right. So mm-hmm. you 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 end up with a whole new genre of creators who actually are true influencers and actually have a little more power on TikTok. But they're more the people on TikTok, and there's still a couple that are that kind of way. But like yeah. for the most part, it's just more humble people, and that's I think yeah. that's what it's about. And that's why I've actually enjoyed being on that meeting some of these people. I love that. Well, good. So people can follow you on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And YouTube. Okay, tell them where they can find you. Just look up Andrew Longren on 
any platform and I've got my beacons link in my bio on all of them. So Perfect. click my beacons link and the first one there is going to be my, my fishing brand that I mm-hmm. designed. And then right after that's my TikTok, And then from there down, it's like Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. So awesome. But I did the beacons link cause it's just easier. Yeah, absolutely. Is that just like link tree? It is, but it's better. Oh, okay. It's it's a lot more user friendly. It's Ooh. a lot more nice. So Linktree is just links, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Beacons, you can have like a background. You can put like a, can, I, ah. I got an embedded video on there. It's like okay. my top TikTok right now. And then you can kind of customize each one of your little links. It's, it just looks more professional. I know? gotcha. And it's free. We love it. Yeah. People we can like it. get on there and ask you questions and it submits to your email. Oh. Yeah, it's like you can play for the pro pro version, which has a lot of other features, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much like a personalized website. Okay, I think maybe Barton and I need that. Yeah, probably yeah. so. I was like, we probably need that for whenever he gets back. So yeah, thank you for coming. Oh, I'm glad to be I here. I was like, I like was so sad because Barton like left like on his trip and we didn't get to record. So we're missing out on two episodes. And I was like, wait a second. And you and I had been talking about doing this. And so sad Barton couldn't be here to give his input, but I appreciate you being here. I'm pretty sure I'll be back. I'm so. yes. I'm gonna be like, in I Dallas think, quite a bit. Yeah, I was like, and I also want to meet your wife. So, oh, yeah. and I mean, bring the dogs. Like, just bring the whole family. That's that's you rough. know. Although although just, my oldest dog is really good on road trips. I was like, Cammy loves road trips. So yeah. My oldest does. My my little one. He just wants to run everywhere. <laughs> well, he's so. still young. He's very hyper. Yeah, but I'm telling you, my young, my, my my older one. She just she doesn't Chills. like car rides. She just wants to sit oh. there. But she has to sit in your lap. So I have a, so every time I take her somewhere, <laughs> I have a 70-pound dog in my lap. In your lap? I have to scoot my chair down, scoot it back. Like she she just sits there, and she looks up, see where we're at, and then puts her head back. She's like, just like, this is it. Okay. So we drove to Arkansas last year for a little family vacay, and six hours, didn't move. Picks her head up, puts it back down. So she's out, just move. a big lap dog? Yeah. She, like, you try to, like, move her to the next seat over, and she, like, she's scared. Like, she, she just wants to be held. Oh, like, yeah. what a baby. So, but I'm. It's glad to be here. It's possible not bad of a drive anyways. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, I'm sure, be doing stuff soon. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you and the Tratter gang have coming up. And also, I think I'm putting you in touch with someone. So hopefully to get you some more content. Yeah, especially since I quit my job now, the next month's going to be very interesting. Yeah. So when I get through with them, i got to come home and boost all my personal brand and all my stuff true, and get it true. going. I've got... I've got my new single going to be dropping. Oh, that's month. right. So I got I to gotta do that. Yes. The parody of Hobie Gang. Uh, yes. We, we've actually filmed all the clips. Didn't like the audio. We're going to film a little bit more. Redo Ooh, the audio. Okay. And uh, it's going to be it's gonna be viral. I already know what it is. It's gonna be I was like, I'm very yeah. excited for it. Uh, also, everyone, he's he's rapping in this. Uh, I found out very quickly. Yeah, it's very that, exciting. Uh, I don't rap as good as I thought I did. <laughs> when, when you hear it back on the radio, it's like, oh, that's what I sound like. Uh, but thankfully, I've met another friend of mine who's been in the fish, fishing industry for a while. He's a YouTuber, mm-hmm. wanting to learn TikTok more. And because we're very like-minded, so I'm going to be teaming up with him more. And uh, so you'll see a lot more of him in the coming months working with me as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, the next few months should be very, and a lot of content coming out in the next few months. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you have up your sleeve. We'll see. Well, yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, (laughs) but, um, thank you all for listening. And this is Robin saying cheers.